Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Good morning, Ted. News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Uh, everybody in this room is six. <laughs> We're doing our best this morning. We really are. Um, I don't know who gave it to who. You gave it to me, Jake. I'm, um, you know, that's, that's Go ahead and blame me. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Sam Abel is the city manager for the city of Gulf Breeze. She always joins us the morning after a city council meeting. Sam, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Good to hear from you. So uh, could, do we have a new city council member? We do. Yes, we do. Uh, and, and let me tell you, it was a, a difficult decision um, by any description, but um, but the, the methodology, everything, you know, went uh, as, as well as to be expected in a situation, you know, like this. The council had a matrix that they used that um, emphasized community involvement, leadership. You know, certainly what they were looking for is somebody who could hit the ground running. Um, there were two final candidates. Uh, one is Michelle Warner. She was one of our founders of Gulf Breeze Will Do has oh. been on uh, council boards uh, in the past. The other is Miss Brittany Simpson, and she has a lot of um, background in organizational development for healthcare facilities and um, works with Lockheed and Martin now, very involved in our community. There was, uh, once the matrix was done, th- there was one point between the two of them. Oh, wow. And so Miss um, Brittany Simpson came out ahead by one point. And the council said they could do no better if they ended up talking about it all night. <laughs> and so they voted. And uh, and so our new councilwoman is Miss Brittany Simpson. Wow. So what I cannot remember, and you please tell me, I can't remember if there's going to be an election for this seat again in November or whether she fills out a term that's now going to be two and a half years. Yes. And so how our city charter reads is in the instance where you have a vacancy, then the council will um, appoint, they'll, they'll vote to appoint someone to the next general election. And the reason for that, Andrew, is obviously special elections can be costly to taxpayers, especially in a community of the size of ours. And yep. so uh, Councilwoman Simpson will serve until the general election, that's this November, and then she can qualify to run for the remaining two years on that seat. Got it. So the terms, they're, it's a four-year term that goes with the seat, but they have to remain staggered by our charter as well. Right. And so anyone can qualify for the remaining two years uh, on that seat after the general election. We had this happen in 2019 as well. And uh, when we had um, Mayor Fitch um, get appointed to that seat, and then we had Councilman J.B. Schluter, who had served on the council in the past, was appointed uh, to fill um, Cherry's seat when okay. she was then appointed to mayor. And so when they went to qualify, then uh, they were unopposed. Got and it. so when okay. you're, yeah, yes. And well, so this is good. it doesn't happen too often, but at least there's a little bit of a recent precedent. So that well, helps us out. And it sounds like, you know, you had the problem of too many good candidates, which, you know, that's the problem you want, right? As opposed to, you know, the other problems. So that's great. I was looking over the uh, agenda, and something that I thought was very interesting, it caught my eye, was the proposal to study the possibility of closing Shoreline Drive and Highway 98, because you'd still keep Daniel open, 
But, you know, now that you're going to work on the overpass, which is going to accommodate the you know pedestrians and golf carts at that intersection, that there may be it's better to not have people turning in or turning out at that particular area. That's at this point just a study question, not a do question, right? Well, actually, that um, idea was asked and answered oh, last night. Okay. And so it, it won't be moving forward, but that's one of the reasons I really appreciate our council who focuses on good governance because as we're moving forward uh, in partnership with FDOT on the overpass, it will be constructed in the right-of-way of Shoreline Drive. And, Andrew, of course, for your listeners, it's going to go across Highway 98 and then land in an out parcel by um, Publix. And so because that's going to be in the right-of-way of Shoreline Drive, the council said, you know, I don't think we've ever looked before at creating a greenway. And if we were to just close this and all traffic be shifted to Daniel, which is just on the other side of some commercial um, parcels. And so it looked, Shoreline and Daniel look like a V. Right. And so what happens if you were to close, you know, one, one stem of that V? And so they just wanted to look at it. They wanted to make sure that they didn't leave any, you know, stone unturned. And so we had um, McKinnon Creed Engineering pull the traffic report for the last five years, look to see if there were any dangers between pedestrians and, you know, vehicles at that intersection. Very obviously, if you were to shift all the traffic to Daniel, what you're doing is doubling the traffic right up against the school. Yeah. And so we look to see, well, if we were to do that, can you widen that to continue to make it uh, safe for all the students? And ultimately, after discussion, everyone agreed. We looked at it. We can always say that we looked at it. We studied it. But we are not leaving an opportunity on the table. We need to move on with the plans as they are. Okay, well, that makes. Per- I mean, and sometimes you look at a thing to find out that it's not a good idea. I, you know, I, I certainly like that yeah. way of governance. Very good. Uh, you also did some stuff with the um, the boat ramp at Shoreline Park. Do we have a date yet? Do we know anything yet? So we yes, this is a huge project oh, for yeah. our community, for Shoreline Park South, and for Woodland Park. Oh, so okay. these are improvements for our paddlers and for recreational fishing. Uh, this is an outcome of our Blue Ways plan, uh, Andrew, and this is a environmental grant. We call it NERDA. Don't ask me the acronym. It's long, but it's $1.2 million in improvements. And um, so we are hoping that this will go to our advisory park board this Wednesday, uh, and they will return a recommendation for approval to our council to authorize that bid February 21st. And we want it to be substantially complete while this mayor and council are in office. They have, um, they have worked to receive a historic amount of grants, and this really is the crown jewel. And so we're, we're working hard as staff to make sure that we can deliver you know, for our council um, our, our consultant engineer has obtained the permitting necessary. So we're, we're really rolling up our sleeves to try to make this happen in the, you know, the remaining part of this year, Andrew. Very good, very good. Last question for you. Um, wh- why does Gulf Breeze not care about the military and patriotism? Well, as a retired airman's wife, you're going to have to explain that one to well, me, Andrew. You guys, have never, you guys have never even <laughs> proposed a 200-foot flag in Gulf Breeze. Well, uh, we. <laughs> I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll I am. You, you win. You win. I'm speechless. 
we will live in the shadow of the flag flying. <laughs> Literally, in, uh, the one acre north, shadow. Yes. No, that's funny. Yes. No, I, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you, Sam. Uh, Sam Abel, she is the city manager for the city of Gulf Breeze, always joins us the morning after the city council meetings. Uh, Sam, as always, thank you for the time, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you, Andrew. 818 on News Radio 92.3. I mean, I thought it was a reasonable question. You know, yeah. Just, I mean, Anyway, Jake's got traffic on the fires. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, getting into town was a little bit slow earlier. We're starting to see a little bit of clear up here. If you're headed out of Milton this morning on Avalon Boulevard, we still have an accident right there at the exit for I-10 westbound. It's partially blocked with a vehicle crash, and uh, it's causing some slowdown there getting onto I-10. Bayou Boulevard at the Starbucks headed westbound. We have an accident blocking part of the roadway there. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, seeing our normal morning slowdown at the light at Garcon Point, Avalon Bridge. And also Mobile Highway, school zone at Beulah Elementary School, slow in both directions as normal for this time of morning. If you see anything out there this morning slowing us down, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, if you're uh, needing that next vehicle, Frontier Motors is a great place to start shopping for one because they have about 300 cars, trucks, vans, sedans, SUVs, minivans on the lot at any moment. And you can really side-by-side comparison shop with all of the sedans or all of the SUVs or all of the trucks, whatever it is you're looking for, and you can tell, you know, this is what I want. Or maybe you get really close and they don't quite have it, but they, you want a different color or a different trim package or something like that. Then go find it for you because they go looking for cars all the time, right? They're always bringing in new inventory. And so what they specialize in is the kind of car that's not brand new, but you can totally rely on. The kind of car that's maybe a year or two, maybe three years old, low miles, great condition, A-quality cars that you're going to, you know, buy at a good price, and then you're going to drive for an awful long time. That's the way I do it. That's the way Dave Ramsey recommends you do it. And that's why Frontier Motors has been serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind that big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Join Great Southern Restaurant Group, the home to the Fish House, Atlas Oyster House, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be talking about Valentine's Day, Pensacon, and other fun things you don't want to miss. That's all tomorrow at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I.F-A-M-U.edu. And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News. On News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. today that we look into getting the largest American flag in the state of Florida. 200 foot from what I found, the highest in the state. Uh, so I was looking at, you know, 207, 210, talking about the largest in the country. You go to 400 foot, you'll be, you'll be taller than the tallest mountain in the state of Florida. <laughs> and 
Now that's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, so, <laughs> I told you this is coming. Remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and uh, Commissioner James Calkins wants to have the largest flag in the entire state of Florida. He doesn't want to go as far as uh, be as big as the one in California or as tall as the one that's up in Wisconsin. Kudos to Kerry Smith for doing a little bit of research there and talking about it. But look, we, you know, there's a lot of costs associated with this. Uh, Colton Wright says, I did a little cursory research and looked at the one at Camping World on Highway 98, and that cost about hundred grand. And we talked to Devan Cook this morning. He is the Santa Rosa County Administrator, and he said, preliminary, 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 you know, like bar napkin kind of estimates are, he thinks it'll be about 150 if you go to about 210 feet. Uh, the flag itself is going to be ballpark $10,000. And he said it'll be completely, you know, durable. It'll last for as much as like four or five months. So you'll only have to replace the flag two to three times a year at $10,000 a piece. And I mean, how else would you prove that we're patriotic? <laughs> Look, so I'm so conflicted on this. All the commissioners except for Ray Eddington. Ray Eddington was the one who said, you know, I don't think we ought to spend money on this because we have more important things elsewhere to do. That's the theme that I'm seeing from a lot of people. It's kind of funny. I read all the comments on WAR's post about this yesterday, and they were 98%. You know, what the? <laughs> you know? Because, uh, you know, like I, I got a text from somebody earlier and said, you know, um, when I walk around this county, all I ever hear from people is about how great the infrastructure is and how great the drainage and the roads and the schools are, you know, good and there's enough. And, the, you know, like everything is great. The one thing Santa Rosa County doesn't have is a ginormous flag. If only we could have that. And yet, OK, and I will tell you, and yet I'm conflicted because I think if we had one, it'd be cool. I, the big flag on 98 is cool. The big flag that, and pardon me, I just don't remember if it's still there in front of Gander Mountain on airport. It's, it's cool. Big flags are cool. They make people happy. It's notable. I don't know whether it would really genuinely be tourism-related. Uh, you know, Devan Cook said he thinks that it would be preliminary estimate from Tom Danheiser, the county attorney. So that means it would be paid for. I mean, I guess I guess if it's going to be paid for by tourism, then, um, you know, MAGA Trump supporter extraordinaire, he wears that as a badge of honor. Commissioner Calkins could literally say we're going to build a flag and make Okaloosa County pay for it. <laughs> what happens when uh, Camping World's like, oh, well, we're going to go uh, to right. uh, 215. Yeah, right. When the How next one somewhere else in the state goes, yeah, well, yeah, mm-hmm. fine. We'll go to 300. You know, we'll have a, uh, a flag height arms race here in the, <laughs> the, the great county of Santa Rosa County. I, I technically I live right under that that flag at Camping World. Do like, you? I can see it from my window, yeah. You're like I'm Sarah Palin right in Russia. It. I this am. I can see right. it from my house. You know what's funny about that? That was actually from the SNL skit. That She never actually said that. Anyways. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, what's your, You're always hmm. t- saying this term. What's the read back into the past, things that didn't actually happen? Oh, it's um, it's uh, Nelson Mandela syndrome. Mandela effect. Mandela effect, well, yeah. Effect, yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, I, I am so torn on this. It does seem like an enormous waste of money. I mean, you know, 200000 220 for the first year and then thirty to forty every single year thereafter. That seems like a lot of money to pay just to have the bragging rights in an election year of a big flag. But if you had one, you'd like it. You know, I like that Sam Parker says, let's let's get one of the retiring training helicopters from Whiting. Let's put that up on a pedestal. That's cool. I, by the way, I think the idea of putting it at the administrative complex is terrible. I love uh, Commissioner Kerry Smith's suggestion of... And as far as where it's located, I've already thought that one too. The best place for it would be 
Archie Glover's boat ramp. Look at that, right there, the gateway into Santa Rosa County. Look at all the people who are going to see it. It's beautiful. I love it. But I, I just can't wrap my, rain, my brain around the money. Now, I will say this. Flags matter. Symbols matter. Icons matter. I'm the guy that fought to keep the paint work on the, the artwork on the I-110 water tower. That cost money, right? It didn't come for free. We had to pay money for that through ECUA. They're not the same. I know, but I, I really... I find myself very torn. It seems like too much money. There's a lot of money that could be spent on other things. But I find myself also very sympathetic that when, you know, Commissioner Calkins says uh, driving past this flag makes me feel good about America in Santa Rosa County. I got to say, every time I drive and I see that flag. The Camping World flag. It gives me a sense of I love the USA. It's, it's, we live in the best country on planet Earth. And it just gives you that good feeling that positive feeling he's right so is it an expensive election year stunt absolutely is it a terrible idea it's probably only terrible if it gets paid for by taxpayer funds now if it gets private fundraising donations businesses individuals you know cake sales and car washes dude yes awesome right four three seven sixteen twenty jake's got traffic on the fives Okay, if you are trying to get out of Milton this morning on Avalon Boulevard, we have an accident from earlier right there at the intersection trying to get onto I-10 westbound from Avalon. Vehicle crash there is causing some slowdown uh, with road blockage there. Uh, Mobile Highway, school zone at Beulah Elementary School, still slow a little bit in both directions there. Bayou Boulevard at the Starbucks headed westbound, accident blocking part of the roadway there. And 98 uh, through Tiger Point, Highway 98 uh, westbound. Uh, at the light at Garson Point, Avalon there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, seeing some slowdown, a normal slowdown there. Otherwise, looking around town, we're looking good. Uh, Highway 29 is uh, is flowing smoothly now. And uh, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much. Uh, let's go into the newsroom now. Steve Taylor is there with our headlines. Steve? Well, sad news. King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. Buckingham Palace is not revealing the type of cancer or the prognosis, but did say the king has begun regular treatments yesterday, but it's not related to his prostate treatments. The palace adds he'll pause his public events, but will remain the head of state. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley is requesting a protective detail from the Secret Service. The request comes after what the former U.N. ambassador called multiple issues regarding threats. Seattle's Woodland Park Zoos honored an Alaska Airlines flight attendant who rescued rare uh, Chilean flamingo eggs during a flight last August. The zoo official was transporting the eggs from Zoo Atlanta to Woodland Park Zoo, called the flight attendant when the incubator that was keeping the eggs basically warm stopped working. The flight attendant found rubber gloves, filled them with warm water to put near the eggs. Passengers then offered coats and scarves to also insulate the eggs. That was successful. The eggs hatched and the flight attendant was invited with the granddaughter to meet the Flamingo chicks and get a special tour. That's a great story. I mean, that's, yeah. that is a great, great, great story. I love it. Alright, Steve, thanks so much for the update. 829 on News Radio 92.3. What I, what I don't love about this as a, as a political gimmick, which it clearly is. I mean, if even if James Calkins were not the king of the political gimmick, and he he is okay, um, this would still look entirely like an election year stunt, which he clearly is. But it it puts everybody else in a weird place, because who wants to be the person to come out and be like, "No, I hate big flags." <laughs> you don't. No, we can't do that. 
And, you know, when he wants to wrap himself in a one-acre flag or whatever and say that's how we show we're patriotic or, you know, we love the military, I didn't think that was really in doubt so much with Santa Rosa County. But then again, how do you come out against it? Because then he's just going to get up there. See, the thing is, I think Santa Rosa County voters are smarter than this. I think they see through it, and I think the more he pounds his, his shoe about how excited he is, I think people will see the other side. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. There's more rain coming down in Southern California this morning and more flash flooding in the forecast. There are homes damaged by mudslides, including Mike Chambers in Los Angeles. Got some clothes on, went outside, and uh, quickly discovered that uh, there was quite a bit of damage. Nearly a foot of rain in some spots has fallen since Sunday. I love you, Red Solo Cup. Country star Toby Keith died. In 2022, Keith revealed he'd been undergoing treatment for stomach cancer since the previous fall, had undergone surgery, and was receiving chemotherapy and radiation. A post on social media says he passed away peacefully Monday night, surrounded by his family. He survived by his wife and three children. Toby Keith was 62. Fox says Lillian Wu. Toby Keith was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2015. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831, 48 degrees and sunny right now. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. As we heard Andrew talking a few minutes ago during yesterday morning's committee meeting, Santa Rosa County District 3 Commissioner James Calkins introduced the idea of the county setting a new record for housing Florida's largest American flag. Under his idea, the flag would be housed at the administrative complex, although that is not set in stone. Between now and Thursday's meeting, county staff is working to come up with estimates on the cost. Santa Rosa County Administrator Devan Cook told Andrew McKay on Pensacola Morning News a little while ago. Some of the initial um, information we've received, staff has received from talking to other organizations and doing some research, it looks we're thinking somewhere in the $150,000 range for the flagpole, um, placing it where we decide to place it and the flag themselves. Commission Chairman Sam Parker suggested the cost should come through the county's tourism tax dollars and tying the flag to the county's tourism marketing efforts. You remember the two escaped Kodiak bears in Okaloosa County in December? Florida Fish and Wildlife has announced 11 charges against the bear's owner. 53-year-old Shay Hensley of Baker is charged with unlawfully importing two Kodiak bears, which resulted in their escape without obtaining a valid import permit as required by law. He is also charged for failing to report the escape immediately after discovering they were gone, as well as unlawfully obtaining the species without proper enclosure, among other charges. FWC says the bears, along with many other wild animals on the Baker property, were housed in an enclosure that did not meet safety standards. As for those two cubs, they were sent to Zoo World in Panama City Beach. Deputies arrested a Mary Esther man on Sunday who was running naked down Highway 98 in Florosa. The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office says the man in his 30s is facing a charge of indecent exposure. His name has not been released. The incident happened shortly before 1 p.m. Deputies received multiple calls calls about a naked man running down Highway 98. The deputy says the man appeared to be under the influence of narcotics. That's according to the sheriff's office at a release. The man was taken to HCA Fort Walton Destin Hospital for evaluation. No further details were released. Let's check that forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a beautiful sunny day today with temperatures 
warming up into the 60s. High today near 64 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 43 degrees. For Wednesday, nice sunny skies return. High near 62. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 49. Beautiful weather for our Thursday as well with a high near 65 degrees. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Well, let's check in right now for traffic on the fives with Jake. Oh, we're not looking too bad out there on the roads this morning. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 is a little bit slow westbound getting through Tiger Point at the light at Garcon Point, Avalon Bridge there. Uh, getting out of uh, Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see any accidents reported. And uh, that wreck earlier on Avalon Boulevard getting onto I-10 uh, westbound seems to be cleared up there. Uh, we do have a construction zone there as well, so a little bit slow, but not too bad. If you see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620, this traffic report brought to you by Robert Half. Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help at Robert Half. They know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. <laughs> I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now, it's warming up a bit. Uh, 48 in Pensacola, 47 in Gulf Breeze, and 49 in Milton at 835. The next news is at 9, breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. And now let's check out what's happening in the financial world. This is your money now on News Radio Pensacola. Looks like DocuSign will lay off 6% of its workforce. The company said today the cuts are part of a restructuring plan to improve its financial and operational efficiency. Most of the layoffs will affect sales and marketing positions. DocuSign employs more than 7,000 workers. Well, at the opening bell, the Dow Jones average looks a little mixed right now. The Dow, the Dow Jones right now is down 49 points at 38,429. S&P 500 is up seven points at 4,950, and the NASDAQ looks like it's up about 20 points at 15,618. That's your money now on News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Veris Health Partners knows there are plenty of options when it comes to insurance. Owners Pam and Keith Giles will help guide you to choose the best plans for you and your family. As a veteran-owned independent health and life agency in Pensacola, their clients range from moms and dads on Medicare to individuals, families, business owners, and veterans who are looking for answers. They are researchers, educators, and advocates who take pride in guiding clients to become smart healthcare shoppers. Contact them at varishp.com. Veris Health Partners. Partners. Join Travis Thompson with Climate Tech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him Thursday morning at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? <sighs> I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Align bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Get $5 off at AlignProbiotics.com. 
As a mayor, with city council meetings, boards, etc., is it ever a topic to survey on how you can give money back to citizens by lowering costs or taxes? Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves took your questions on a News Radio 92.3 Town Hall meeting. Obviously, that you know you would hear in a council meeting if that has uh, been a conversation. But I, I guess the bigger question is, how do we figure out how we treat the taxpayer money? When you need to know, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, we're gonna get a little intimate here today. It's going to be a little uh, invasive, a little intrusive, a little, uh, you know, you're, acting, you're going to have to admit stuff that maybe you don't want to admit. You ready, Jake? How excited, <laughs> yeah, how excited are you right I'm now? I'm so excited. So, 437-1620, the question of the day is this. Okay. If I come into your house and I walk into your kitchen and I look on top of your refrigerator. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do I find? What's on top of your fridge? Now, you don't have to tell me it's filthy or nothing like that. I just mean, you know, what do you keep on top of the fridge? 437-1620. 437-1620. What do you think? Uh, what's on top of your fridge? I think a lot. And I don't mean like in the cupboards up above the fridge, if you have those. It does not count. It needs to be on the refrigerator top itself. And if your answer is, well, nothing, I keep a clean and tidy ship. Okay, fine. I learned a lot about your OCD. But all right, Jake, uh, you got a uh, – you groan when I ask you this question. What's it grown, what's it grown for? Because <laughs> I looked up there just two days ago, and I was like, oh, I really need to wipe that down. Oh, it's hard to keep – it's way above eye level. You never see oh, the yeah. dust bunnies that – I mean, there's like probably a good layer of uh, laundry lint up there. But. Oh, yeah. You could make a sweater. <laughs> Um, Grandma will if you let her. But we usually keep a bowl up there. It's a wooden bowl that we've had forever. I don't even know where we got it, but it's the catch-all. It's got pins, safety clips. Oh, interesting. Uh, random loose change. Uh, your junk drawer is on top of your refrigerator. It is, in a bowl. I never heard of that junk before. Junk bowl. Okay, all right. So that's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Receipts from Walmart three weeks ago. I, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, so, uh, like yeah, that. no, that's interesting. I... I don't ever because the reason I wouldn't think of it that way is because you have to get the bowl down to look through it. It's inconvenient. Right. But then again, giving up a drawer to junk is also inconvenient. I mean, I, <laughs> I get space, right? Right. Four, three, seven. That's it. Just the the uh, that's the it. junk bowl and and lots of dust and lots of dust. Okay. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. What's on top of your fridge? Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. A ring security camera. What's it look at to catch the kids snacking? Or? Like, yeah. What like it's aimed down at the person <laughs> grabbing a milk jug? I'm not. I don't understand um but you know feel free to clarify uh somebody here says a wooden bowl full of wine bottle corks for a reef my wife will never make (laughs) a wreath it must be wreath not reef that's voice to text um that's funny oh my god that's hilarious somebody here says um paper plates and english muffins that's not a category you normally see on $100,000 pyramid. Um, paper plates I get, you know, plastic where we actually have that, but it's in the cupboard up above the refrigerator. Um, and English muffins. You don't put bread up on top of the fridge. It'll go bad. Heat is right. bad. Heat is bad. Yeah. Uh, 4, 3, 7, 16, 20. Somebody here says nothing. It's built in, but back in the 70s, it would have been a punch bowl. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's odd shaped stuff you typically put in, you know, the um, if you don't use it all that often, the electric skillet. 
you know, the orange juice press. I'm just talking you through my cabinet. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, on top of my refrigerator, and this is, I don't know how this came to be, but this is almost a religious practice for me. There are two things that I keep on top of the refrigerator on in any house we've ever lived in, okay? Number one is the lighter for the, uh, if, if you have a stove that's a flame light, but, you know, just like the lighter you might use for a fire or something, so the clicker. Weirdly, though, I keep matches down in a drawer. I can't tell you the one versus the other. But this is the, this is my... This is my I'll die on this hill one. You ready? Nobody's going to expect this. Fly swatter. Fly swatter belongs on the top of the fridge for two reasons. Number one is already filthy up there. (laughs) You're not making it dirtier. And number two, when you need a fly swatter, you need a fly swatter right now. And it's the one thing that I know if there's a... And oh man, I love to kill a fly. If there's a fly going around in the house, give me my weapon of choice right now. So it's up on top of the fridge. It's easy peasy. Four three seven sixteen twenty. And no, we don't store anything else up there. Somebody says, uh, let's see, canisters, tea, flour, sugar, cornmeal. I assume coffee, pro- you know that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, well, but you got to keep the, the fridge clean, which is its own challenge. Somebody says, coffee container, filters, and takeout cups. Again, normal kind of stuff to go up there. Bags of chips and bread. See, again, I think that's a bad choice. I, I will tell you, don't even keep your bread on top of the counter above the um, washing, uh, the the dishwasher because the heat, again, the heat's bad, especially if it's humid heat. Um, the manual for the fridge. Oh, okay. All right, I can see you on that one. Uh, I will go look up online if there's a problem. <laughs> you don't even need the manual for it. That's funny. 437-1620. Though the ring camera it has a wide view of the kitchen, living room, and front doorway. All right, enemy of the state, I got you. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, what is the thing that you keep on top of your fridge? Measuring tape and a flashlight. But it used to be cereal. Yeah, I keep a. Uh, I think I have a flashlight in the kitchen anymore. But uh, screwdrivers and miscellaneous—that's in the kind of the drunk drawer over there. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I understand that measuring tape. I've never needed a measuring tape in the kitchen. Trying to figure that one out. Is this a nine-inch or a twelve-inch plate? No, exactly. I, you know, I, yeah. I guess I don't know. I'd never had that one. Um, empty plastic luncheon meat holders. Oh, uh, okay, like your Tupperware. I think is what they're getting at. Plastic lunch. Oh lunch no, they mean like meat? the when you get the shaved turkey from Oscar Mayer and it comes in little like semi-recyclable plastic yeah, and yeah. You got rid of the meat and you. You got to save those. That and the. Baby doll heads, I guess. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Um, not saying anything about you, hoarder. Um, somebody here says uh, we have a well-rounded selection of healthy foods, including a variety of chip snacks, uh, snack bars, and delightful crisp white wine, and a lovely box decanter. Well, sounds like the top of your refrigerator is your kitchen. Um, somebody says uh, two to fifteen-year-old handled handheld Nintendo game systems. <laughs> Oh, take it away from the boys as punishment. They never got them back, but they graduated to laptops and desktops. I'm sure. A plant. Okay, all right, I got you. Uh, let's see, somebody here says, um, isn't heat bad for a fire starter? Oh, science people, sure, whatever. Um, maybe. Four, three. <laughs> I can't stand behind that one now, can I? No, that was to keep it out of the kids' hands. Of course, now the kids are old enough where they'll just reach up and grab it. I mean, because they're 15, 17, and 19, and we don't need to keep it out of their hands anymore. Uh, let's see. Somebody says, uh, my, my husband's protein, creative, pre-workout, all that stuff goes up there. Okay. Again, I would worry that the heat, because the refrigerator gives off a fair amount of heat. That's, I don't, I don't mean to delve into the thermodynamics of it all, but you create heat outside of the refrigerator in order to create less heat inside the refrigerator. 
That is literally how a refrigerator works. It doesn't actually make cold. It makes heat outside in order to offset the cold. It's put. Anyway, 437-1620. Uh, if you eat bread products quickly, you can keep it on top of the fridge. Okay, so it's a game now. Oh, board games. You must not have very many. Uh, no, but I that I can see that. 43760. We'll come back into this in a second. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. Uh, we still have a little bit of slowdown. Uh, that's headed out of Milton this morning on Avalon Boulevard. The exit for I-10 westbound was partially blocked earlier with a vehicle crash causing some slowdown there. And then we also had another accident that happened just before that. Uh, and that would be at the intersection of Avalon Boulevard and, uh, let's see what road that is. That is Com- Commerce Road. Uh, so that's right before you get up to that intersection, but still not seeing a lot of major slowdown there. New accident just popped up at North Davis Highway and Bloodsworth Lane. Uh, no roadblock there as well. I-10 and I-110 seem to be at uh, posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, a second ago when you were struggling with that street intersection to come up with it, you know what I was thinking? What? <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just still thinking about the top of my fridge. <laughs> oh, somebody, this is my favorite. Somebody says, oh, my God, Andrew, you have a fly swatter in your kitchen. That is so disgusting. Yeah, well, what's more disgusting is flies in the kitchen. I mean, that's the problem I'm fighting against. Let's see. Somebody says, um, my house is listed for sale, so I'm not allowed to put anything up there. Dang it. Uh, I like that. Creatine, again, the, 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 the okay. Uh, my mom keeps phone books on the fridge. How old is your fridge? Because <laughs> in order for the phone book, to, you get what I'm saying. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, let's see what else do we have going on here. Wine, kid vitamins, Advil drumsticks, a toy grenade. <laughs> I'm so sad. People are sending me pictures. <laughs> drumsticks. Yeah, they they must drum a little more frequently than you do. M and M's and dust. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, I'm getting all the text in here about this. This is great. A radio. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. So uh, there you go. That's your that's your question of the day. That's a, You know, that kind of fits the bill for the basic idea of this segment, which was always um, questions you could ask your coworker or a friend or an elevator companion, if you're bold enough, uh, or your kids at dinner. It was, maybe that one doesn't work so well. But, you know, conversation starters. You know, you can be that weird, cool person that has the odd question you ask every once in a while. And you, as you can see, I mean, we must have got about 30 texts in on this, all kinds of different answers. Uh, somebody here says pet snacks. Somebody says, um, while I'm ashamed that anything is stored there, there is an air fryer and an Instapot. <laughs> Nothing. The fridge is built into the cabinets. Okay, sad for you. Big platters that don't fit anywhere. I understand that answer. Um, there you go. All right, 437-1620. Oh, this is a comment on a different subject. Somebody says, I love the big U.S. flag at Joe Patty Seafood. Indeed, it's cool. But I don't think of it when I'm planning to get seafood. <laughs> it's not an attraction. No, that's true. It's a nice drive-by, but it's not something you go out of your way to see. That's a comment on the flag question earlier with James Calkins. 849 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, speaking of um, the person who mentioned that when you're staging your home, you know, I've heard Christine Leavenworth talk quite a bit about staging your home for sale and, you know, talks with Jake on Pep Talk periodically about this kind of stuff. And, you know, her basic rule is nothing. Nothing. A coffee maker on the counter is okay but otherwise nothing 
you want it see what you want is you want it to be empty so that people see it as big as possible and put their ideas of what they would do with it into it rather than seeing your stuff, right? That's you're limiting their creativity, their imagination with it a little bit. But she's just a genius about this stuff, the way you stage and you know, everything you do around taking the photos, where you list it, how you list it, how you do open houses, how you price it, all that kind of stuff. Like she just they have figured this out. It literally is a formula. That's why they have so many uh, great success stories. So if you want to be one of the people this year going to sell, you know, maybe 200 homes that she sells, you know, it was 230 the year before last. It was 175 last year. So, you know, a lot of homes that she and her folks at Love and Rinky Realty sell. Give her a call. 723-9158. Pep Talk? What's Pep Talk? It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. Experts? Experts in real estate? Yes, that's us, Angela. We are the Pep Talk for real estate. What will we talk about, Will? We'll talk about the real estate industry. Well, we don't just want to answer our own questions. We want to answer the listeners' questions. Tune in Thursday at 1030 and we'll talk about real estate. And whatever real estate questions you have. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies, for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z's Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. What do you want to discuss now? My favorite color? on your aunt's Facebook, many MAGA personalities are claiming that the Super Bowl is being rigged so that Kansas City wins and Taylor Swift can come onto the field with Travis Kelsey and endorse Joe Biden. Man, MAGA people have so many enemies to keep track of. You have to hate the NFL, Taylor Swift, Bud Light, Disney, Kristen Stewart for some reason, electric stoves, windmills, the concept of rainbows, and the green m M&M. and Hey, hey, those are all actual things that people have messed around with us on, and that's why we have to keep track of all that stuff. I suppose if you're a wokeist like Colin Jost, all you do is have to remember to hate everything. Um, so, man, I'd, I'll tell you, Weekend Update is... The bright spot. Although we've been watching this, um, oh God, what's it called? After Midnight. Hmm. The show that comes on after Colbert. You know, Colbert is a show you want to avoid. Uh, but the show that comes on after him with, uh, oh, uh, what's Sydney Findlerson or something like that? Anyway, she's funny. <laughs> it's a it's a game show that's a comedy show because all the contestants are comedians. 
Mm. So it's finish the hashtag or look at the stupid video, make a comment. It's it's like they're writing live monologue. I don't know. I find it entertaining. Uh, but no, weekend update is good. And um, there were there were a lot of jokes. Michael Che has cultivated a position as being able to tell the joke that nobody else can tell. Nikki Haley has launched a series of campaign ads targeting both Donald Trump and Joe Biden called Grumpy Old Men. Okay, but at least they're men. <laughs> Man, wow. Is he allowed to make that He joke? is! Because, well, that's so offensive. No, you just don't think about things very well. That's making fun of the person who would say that. I don't mean to explain the comedy to you, but there's there's something really thoughtful underneath all of that comedy. Then again, there's other stuff. A racehorse in Ohio, which had won a race early in the day, later tested positive for meth. Ohio, where you have to test horses for meth. <laughs> oh, you know what I saw? This was not when I was watching SNL, but this was somewhere else. I, I saw the most interesting thing the other day, and I've seen it now two or three times. I don't know if you've seen this ad. We use TikTok as a tool to inform people of what we do and why we do it. It's a There's farmer. There's just a plethora of knowledge and of information swapping going on there. TikTok is helping us protect this way of life for future generations. TikTok. It's good for America. I've never had seen TikTok do promotional like us ads on TV. Who are they trying to reach on TV? TikTok people don't watch TV. They're not trying to get you onto TikTok. They're, they're not trying to get grandma on TikTok. Not trying to get me. I, I watch TV. We're not, not trying to get me on. They're trying to make me think TikTok is good so that I don't ask for it to be banned, so that I don't jump on the bandwagon with, uh, you know, Dick Durbin and Lindsey Graham and the Senate hearing. I'm about two thirds of the way through it, so I have not cut that audio for you. But the Senate hearing last week on social media, a lot of grandstanding, a lot of stupidity, but also. A lot of oh holy crap, man! They're really, they really want to do something to rein in social media, and rightly so, as we're dealing here in Florida. You know, getting on the verge of making it banned for sixteen year under sixteen year olds, and you know, the only thing about that is that the age is still, you know, it ought to be higher. Uh, it ought to be eighteen, but uh, you know, it, it was interesting because I had not seen that before. I had not seen TikTok, you know, spending precious resources not on you know like underage pornography enforcement or anything like that. I mean, they could do that. But uh, instead, well, although they're they're good, their guy, their Chinese owner, I mean Taiwan, uh, no, not Thai. He was from Singapore. Um, you know, he said they've spent billions of dollars, but they've made billions of dollars anyway. Um, they're spending it on promoting the brand as a positive thing to United States uh, voters and people who might lobby their congressmen. So I thought that was interesting. They're feeling the pressure a little bit and think it's good for them to invest in. Little bit of positive uh, uh, public uh, relations. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, the only slowdown I'm seeing this morning left over from our morning commute is Highway 98 westbound, <clears throat> excuse me, through Tiger Point. Uh, that will be slowing down right at the light at Garson Point, Avalon Bridge there, and also slowing down once you get out of the Naval Live Oaks Nature Preserve, getting uh, right before you get into proper on the curve there, seeing some slowdown westbound as well before the public's <clears throat> Cough. <laughs> We're all sick. We're all. Oh, oh Mike, you might not man. want to be in here. Yeah, Mike, you're Mike gonna Wiggins have to, is in here, and he's gonna have to wear we like are, a body we, we both suit. Both have colds. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Thank you. We're trying. <laughs> all right, that's uh, that's your traffic on the fives with Jake Walker. Nice sign off. Eight fifty. <laughs> <laughs> on News Radio ninety two three. Oh my God! What else do we have? Oh, you know how um, 
used to have what were called cached web pages from Google that, and that's not money, cash, that's C A C H E, that they would keep the internet basically a copy of the internet. So that if you ever couldn't access a web page, you could go look at the cached version of that web page and it was available. And sometimes this was useful because it would allow you to track changes that were made in websites as people adapt things and try to pretend stuff didn't happen. Um, but mostly, you know, it just it was out there as this alternative copy, basically. The internet. They're no longer doing it. They've quit the cached web pages. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think the reason is obvious. Number one, it's not really needed. You don't really run into that anymore. The other thing is massive amount of storage space. I mean, who? it reminds me of the old Stephen Wright joke. I've got a map of the world in my backyard. It scales one-to-one. -one. You think about it. Um, that's his kind of joke. But the point is, like, if you've got a copy of the Internet on your store, your servers, which, that's a lot, right? That's double what's on the Internet. Even if it's just the web pages and none of the videos, it's still an enormous amount of material. So they have abandoned that concept. 858 News Radio 92.3 Time 4. Future News. Future News. Uh, Mayorkas, is he going to get impeached by the House today? No. I'm going to say no also. I think there's going to be some defectors. And that's gonna, but even if he does get impeached, is he going to get removed, convicted in the Senate? No. No, 0% chance. Uh, will we get the uh, the tallest flag that James Calkins can invent? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think I based on the price, I think the answer is actually going to be no. I think oh, based okay. on the price, the answer is going to be no. Um, will uh, Nikki Haley win the Nevada primary? Yeah. Yeah, and it won't matter. Will Donald Trump win the Nevada caucus on Thursday? Yes. Will it matter? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it does. That's, you know, that's all that matters. Um, so this is all silliness. Um, Jonathan Owens, when will we have the rescheduled court case in Okaloosa County off of the yesterday they had to, they basically the judge recused himself and they were pushed out of the county. When's that going to happen? Uh, months, two, three months. I think a month. By the way, that's not just him. That's Jeff Bergosh, the county, Alex Arduini, and the PNJ as well. Local news every hour and breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.